What do you think of anyway the Premier League last weekend? Are you over the Liverpool loss, Chris? No, I'm not going to be over it for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were just shocking. The fact that I was sat watching it with a mic, according to some people, was gloating and over celebrating. I uh, I was warned by your girlfriend not to gloat at you. <laughs> uh, I was outnumbered in that pub. There was a fair few Liverpool fans. I think there was about ten Liverpool fans around our table to me. <laughs> No, fairness, you're all the <laughs> <laughs> Well, to be fair, though, both sets of supporters suffered for that first half. But uh, my my other one more round teammates let me down. We're not even showing up. Yeah, well, they're not, they don't seem the most dedicated. I mean, the match yesterday, one of them was at the bar trying to buy cocktails. The other one was practicing for MasterChef. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> give your uh, fan base a good name. Oh, I'm fighting a losing <laughs> battle here with them. But. Uh, it, it was an awful first half, but uh, our second half was cracking. Uh, b- best goal of the game, in fairness, Chris, he's won that best goal of the game, but so that counts for nothing at this stage. No, I mean, he's a cracker from the decade. It's a shame it wasn't actually worth anything. Um, like we only saw that we had was it about 10, 15 minutes, including injury time. Just You just wanted another chance. Um, unfortunately, like the defence, we were pretty poor all the game, they just... Yeah, Marshall wander into the box and he finished it very well. Yeah, just uh, I didn't get to hear it now. Me and you, Chris, we didn't get to hear it now in the pub. But apparently, I, I did look it up afterwards that Martin Tyler lost his shit. So people were comparing it to when Aguero won the league, and it wasn't quite a league-winning moment. But I, I saw a thing. I think it was on uh, another pod that. Uh, there was like the seven moments that the seven best moments that Martin Tyler lost his shit and like it was the Makeda incident and all that sort of stuff as well uh, I always remember the Andy Gray one oh, for Gerard. you beauty what a hit son what a hit and you see one of Everton's best ever players yeah. like that you know something special yeah the one, the one that kept you in that, tur- in that, that, that tournament it was we were going out at that point I think we went on to do quite well. Uh, yeah, you did all right anyway. Do you think Rogers has to go now, or does he need a bit more time? Um, still need time. I think I said he get the year to see if he can get the top four, and then if he doesn't, he'll be gone. But if the it's hard to say, like if the runs continue, like we've lost two in a row, fair enough. But before that, we were we had a pretty decent start. We were on seven points, like so. I think it is a few a few people overreacting. Um, it's just it's not the results; it's the way the team are playing and the way they're being set up. That's really frustrating. Like Danny Ings named in the starting lineup, but Ben Tech game like right fair enough. Like we're going to actually go and give this a go. Way at Old Trafford, and like if we go down fighting, then fair enough, we can live with that. But then he plays him as pretty much a left wing back. It's just strange. Trying to, try to fit square pegs in the round holes and it's just really frustrating. Yeah, and to be fair to Danny Ings, he is he's a decent decent player, he's a decent goal scorer, so like you said, everyone saw that you were playing the two of them, so you thought right, two up top diamond in midfield, and then to see Ings playing as a left wing back, he was wasted. Just just doesn't seem to make any sense. Um, yeah, a, a lot of the, the things I'm hearing is just like Rogers doesn't know how he wants to play anymore, like he's kinda He's had his philosophy knocked throughout, but it did come up for each year. Like, when he first came to us, it was like kind of death by football possession. 
like all those chicken tackle. It was what he did at Swansea. Yeah, and not as successful the first year with us. Then year two was just crazy, like just Louis and Sturridge and Sterling and just score five, they can score four kind of thing. It was just absolutely mental. But was that was that one of the most enjoyable years as a Liverpool fan? It was, but it was also the the worst feeling I've ever had as a football fan. I think I think those Champions League final against Milan in '07. Yeah. I think though Liverpool actually have a similar problem to what Man United have at the moment and that's a lack of pace in the team going forward like United have helped that now with Martial coming in but apart really from Jordan Ibe for Liverpool where's their pace going forward Studge well okay the sooner we get the dancing man back the better <laughs> but, but that's the thing like, do you want to put too much pressure on him coming back because if you rush him back same what City have done in the past with Aguero you rush him back he's, got, he's going to be gone for longer Oh yeah, we, we can't we can't rush him back. We just have to hope that he comes back quickly. <laughs> as soon as possible. Um Yeah, we we spent the day in the pub there, Chris. Um we got in there what was it, twelve o'clock, midday? Yeah, nice early start. Nice, nice early start. So. Before the big game. Yeah, well we we got to enjoy the Everton Chelsea game there as well. Uh that turned out to be a pretty good game. Yeah, it was uh it's a good game if you're an Everton fan. They were very impressive. I'd say, apart from maybe ten minutes at the end of the first half, and Matic scored that cracker, um, Everton pretty much controlled the game. Then super sub Mason getting a hat trick. Perfect hat trick. Yeah, um, well, I was talking to you about the second goal. You know, we were we were a little bit critical of Begovic, but maybe we were a little harsh. I think I seen a replay and maybe Terry kind of impeded his view and it uh, wasn't well hitting. Ivanovic just put his hands behind his back and turned his back. Oh, it was Ivanovic, was it? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, but yeah, I I, I felt the keeper did couldn't do much with any of them really. No, he, did, he made a couple of good saves as well from Tony uh, and McCarthy. Yeah. Um, he's a very good keeper, man. Well, I think the first pod we did, I mentioned how he was. He could have been the biggest disappointment of the year because he was such a good keeper and he's going to be sitting on the bench. But yeah, too good to be a backup. As luck would have it, he's now going to get in a running games with uh, the, the surgery that uh, Kirkland had. Unfortunately, it's with a relegation threatened side. <laughs> yeah, I, more time to shine. <laughs> I, I think he's praying for Stoke's defence at the moment rather than Chelsea's. And they're not doing much better. After that then, after the Chelsea game, we also got to watch the split screen. It was Arsenal-Stoke on one. Palace City on the, on the other yeah well, City were a little bit fortunate I mean, Palace would be absolutely gutted to lose that match later on yeah um, you, you, were, you were saying you were up for City in that one yeah like, like I said to you like, I don't think Liverpool are in a position to win the league this year um, so if I'm looking at the likely teams I use the term loosely you now I say Chelsea City and then probably I would say United over Arsenal this year either way the lesser of the Eagles for me would be either City or Arsenal so I'm happy for happy for City to run away with it because I think we're, we have a better chance of catching Arsenal than City so that's my logic in our, our pursuit of top four yeah just before moving on to next week's game so have a chat about them did you watch the Monday Night Football in Payette did you see his first goal yeah it was it was a cracking finish. Yeah. 
I think he had a little bit too much space, but he's got so much skill and ability. Yeah, he he's one now I'm looking at a fantasy football. I was just no saying as well that um, Andy Carroll got on the last few minutes. If he can stay fit, the the crosses play I put in, he could really do well off them. Oh, he'd eat them up all day, he would. And, and, and the same actually with Aaron Aaron Cresswell from the other side he's he's got a good a good cross so if Carroll can stay fit and have those two feeding in he could score a decent amount of goals this season so looking at next weekend with the big game definitely Arsenal-Chelsea Saturday morning yep 12.45 Where, and I have a question for you though Chris where will we be at 12.45 on Saturday morning I'm guessing either the fan zone Near the Millennium Stadium, they're going to put it on for us. <laughs> they're probably going to show whatever the 12 o'clock game is. <laughs> but, uh, having, yes. a, having a few drinks before you are in the game. Uh, uh, did you see the prices of the fan zone? Uh, of the, like, of in the stadium, in fan zones, of how much, like, food and drink is? I didn't know. Oh, like, it's like, for a 330 mil bottle of Bomers, it's £4.70. Yeah, it's it's you know the the long neck bottle of Bulmers is roughly six pound. I just it's four pounds seven or six euro. Sorry. Um. Tampa bar prices. Yeah, <laughs> pint of, pint of Heineken is five pound. I say that's probably because for the for the extra thirty p, I get a pint. I probably go for the Heineken. Did you see the? Um, oh, I think it was on the pound this morning. Actually, was uh, tickets for the Rugby World Cup final up for sale. At a hundred and thirty thousand per ticket. Oh, Jesus. But like, when England get knocked out in like the quarters, or don't or don't make it past the group stage, no, they get knocked out in the quarters. When England get knocked out in the quarters, like. Hang on, Grant. I can tell you now exactly when England go out. England actually go out in the semi-finals. The semi-finals. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't. They wouldn't be playing us by any chance, would they? They would be. Yeah. They get a reasonable draw in the quarters against Samoa, which gets them into the semis where they will meet Ireland and lose. I'd rather beat them in the final. Which would mean they would have to win their group. No, Australia are going to win the group, I think. Uh, I, oh, oh, England won the group, sorry. England won the group and that's why they play us in the semis. Yeah, if, if England come runner-up in the group, I don't think they can get Ireland to the final. Gary, Gary's right. England win the group. They beat Australia. No, I, I, I think I think Australia, I think Australia will win the group. I think I, I think Australia will win the World Cup. You think they're winning the World Cup? Yeah, my heart says Ireland. My head says Australia. Mm, no, Australia go out in the quarterfinals. They're beaten by South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, who, who who do we beat in the final slash lose to in the final well this is the one I'm not sure on I'm not sure about that New Zealand France quarter final it's going to be a repeat basically I don't think New Zealand are going to retain their title neither do I because I, I, bet, I, I bet I'm going to do I'm going to back two for the World Cup obviously going to back Ireland but France at 12-1 to one to win the World Cup it's it's like it, you back in Liverpool it, it, all over again to win it, the league. It's too it's too good a price not to turn down, considering that they have to play New Zealand. South Africa Ireland final. South, South Africa Ireland final wouldn't be bad. Yeah, so there there is the Premiership football on this weekend, but it's severely overshadowed. Um, the big game, obviously, that morning is Chelsea Arsenal. We may find ourselves in a pub that will show both. Who knows? Then there's a. 
That would be a good game. And then there's a bunch of games on the rest of Saturday, which no doubt we will not see. <laughs> um, then Sunday, unfortunately, we're both missing our teams on Sunday. Yeah, we're missing all the games on Sunday. We're missing the All Ireland final as well. Yeah. I know. yeah, All Ireland final, and then I saw that the Super Sunday is Spurs Palace, which, as Gary just pointed out, it will be a good game. Uh, but Liverpool aren't even on. It's United Southampton is the Super Sunday game on Sky. No, I'm not surprised. United Southampton are two better teams if you're looking at the two, like the two best teams. But like Liverpool and Arsenal is usually two goals. That's normally Suarez against Norwich. Yeah, well, Norwich banged in three, three last week, I think, so they're probably rubbing their hands together at the prospect of playing Liverpool. I, was watching, I, was, uh, I watched uh, the United game last night in the pub. And, uh, Happy? No, the, the game was overshadowed completely by Shaw's injury. Do you agree with what Van Hal said? Uh, what did he say? Was uh, he a red card? Yeah, it was a red card. It was reckless. I'm not sure it was a foul, honestly. Uh, he had, he yeah. wasn't in control, he scissored him. Like, it, it, fair enough, it was a horrible injury and it's unfortunate, but... I don't know, like when they were talking about it, like as soon as it happened, all the punters were saying, like, it's a great tackle, he's got the ball first, and then it's just, it's almost Shaw's momentum that brings him into him. I felt he wasn't in control of his body. I, I think it was a foul or red card I, do, I don't know because if you look at the, the the broken leg that that player actually had in the World Cup where Robin came in broke his leg it was that one was like an innocuous looking enough challenge but people were saying at the end that Robin should have been sent off when it was it wasn't a similar tackle but it was a similar scenario just think that like judging it now it's hard to not take the broken leg into account which you really shouldn't do is you just judge the tackle on its merits and what happened after the tackle shouldn't matter if it was a good tackle do you know what I mean? yeah I, I just think he came in off his feet he didn't have control of his body and he kind of just that, that, that's my opinion he didn't have control wrapped the legs around him essentially I, I get what you're saying when, when I saw it straight away it just looked like Shaw's momentum took him into him mm. but I think that your man wasn't in control. It was a last-ditched lunge to stop a run into the box. Yeah, I don't know. Like it was last-ditched when I thought he got there. Again, like I kind of want to see it again now and have another look. But it's reckless. Like it's. I think it was a similar enough tackle to what it was. A, reckless. Huh? Risky as opposed to reckless. It was a similar tackle, I think, to what um, what broke Henrik Larsson's leg when he was at Celtic. It was. I think it was a similar enough one to that. Will you make the Euros for England now? Oh, no. Six to nine months. Yeah. Yeah. The, I think Cisse came back after five and a half, which yeah, was that, that was especially quick. Yeah, that was the shortest, and Ramsey at nine was the longest. Apart from there was one guy who had to retire, but he was thirty-four. That was. Uh, it was Luke Neely's son. Is uh, I think it was his debut for Aston Villa. And he had to retire after. And Casaraghi was actually something similar with Chelsea. Well, if it's nine months, he's definitely out because that brings us up to June next year. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd say he'll be cut. He'll just have a pre-season with United and come back next season. Yeah, I imagine so. I mean, I'd, I'd say that's what Van Gaal will be pushing for as well. Stage, really? Huh? I presume Baines will be back by then. Oh yeah, yeah. 
So, and so better someone to come in, yeah, probably probably make sense of the do the rehab properly and not try and rush back. Yeah. I heard I heard a rumour today that uh, United are considering going for the free transfer or the the, the free agent Ashley Cole <laughs> to uh, to just have cover there at left back. That would uh, make United a more popular club. Oh, move. definitely, yeah, yeah. What an awful, awful human being. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and was, company got injured as well then last night I didn't see that one yeah he got a calf injury now they said he came off just precaution it was just precautionary oh I did I, actually, I saw him coming off but I just thought that it was in their, their mind to give Otamendi a run out oh yeah no it was apparently a calf injury but not a good night for the Manchester clubs no like, it started well for City um, I don't know how they got away with that goal I mean company was all over Keeley yeah yeah and the official looking straight at it. it. It started well for both Manchester clubs, those with Depay scoring as well. I didn't see his goal, I don't think. He took it well. It took it well. The, the ironic thing was, though, that that's... I don't think Gary saw it either, did you? That's pretty yeah. much as well as what United have played so far this season, but they lost the game. Like They played well in the second half against Liverpool, but United looked good last night, but they still lost the game, so... You wouldn't know where to go. It was a pretty, pretty big mistake from uh, from It was awful. It's probably his first mistake he's made since he came here. But it was yeah, so. It was, it was at the halfway line. Like you think you could get away with a mistake there? It's not like it was on the end of box. Ah, but he was like I could, I could see it coming a mile away. As soon as he, but he had like three United players he could have passed to. I don't know what he was thinking. And oh, he takes it again in the next few weeks. Hopefully not. And what do you make of Arsenal tonight with Zagreb? Yeah, Giroud. Um, I saw just I saw the highlights there. Um, he had to go. Like the second yellow was a clear yellow. Um, he got frustrated. Tito took his goal well. He did. Very Martial like. <laughs> it's a bit early. <laughs> and what do you, what do you think of Ozil? Do you think he do you think he wants to be at Arsenal anymore, or is he just? turned into that type of player where things aren't going his way yeah, so he just walk yeah, around pretty well. he took his goal well he took his goal well yeah Ozil yeah like was this allowed did you, did you see the game I didn't see I didn't see that one. Oh yeah no he took it he took it very well yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know like he did his body language was the same great but he was always kind of like that wasn't he though he kind of just sauntered around the pitch oh he looks a bit slimy <laughs> he does he looks like a bug anyway well yeah he's a great player um, I don't know I don't know we'll see yeah see uh, Hazard missed the penalty tonight as well that ball's still travelling <laughs> he was practising for the All-Ireland on Sunday but uh, I just don't know what's happened to him Chelsea back to the best <sighs> no not a chance clean sheet Four 0 Costa on the score sheet. Yeah, but yeah, yeah but look, look at what look at what they beat and remember Costa scored in was it the first or second game of the season and he's done not he's looked more likely to get sent off than to score in the last couple of games. Did yeah. you see the thing? Uh, I think it was Paddy Power put up and it was like it was Maccabi second in the Israeli league against Chelsea seventeenth in the Premiership. Just <laughs> show the power of the Premiership. <laughs> yeah. Like it would be interesting now if Chelsea like only get the draw or 
happen to lose to Arsenal this weekend. Could you imagine that? And yeah. like all the teams like Chelsea drop into the bottom three. I think they might nick that one. I I think Arsenal will win it. They just Chelsea just don't for whatever reason they have their defence hasn't like it's gotten a lot worse from last season so you can't see them stopping any goals and take tonight take tonight out of it Chelsea don't look like scoring many either I think the fact that Chelsea are at home and Arsenal are away in the Champions League could be a big part today as well but I think like Chelsea have lost they've, they've lost three games so far this season one has been at home for him if my thinking's right they have four points from five games. So yeah, that would be they, three defeats. They lost to Man City, Ever, uh, Everton, and Palace. Yeah, and they drew with Swansea. Beat West Brom. Yeah, so like they lost to they lost to Palace at home. So the first London the first London derby they had they lost, and I don't. That's the other thing you have to look at is first London no. derby three 0 at home though. Yeah, so I they what? Arsenal lost their first oh, yeah. derby in the yeah. year 3-0 at home to West Ham. Yeah, I, just, I, I think looking at it overall, I think Arsenal have too much going forward for them. With a, with a defence that can't stop leaking goals at the moment, I think Chelsea conceded, was it 12, 12 goals so far? 12 already? goals. Although, looking at our uh, overall scores for the Premier League weekly predictions, Gary, I wouldn't go with your predictions just yet. <laughs> that, that's alright. Uh, having a look now, you're tied... Stephen, I I saw that. I got one, what was it? I got one correct score for this week, and that was it. The rest, are right results, I think. You got a few wrong as well, but you, you yeah. got only got like three wrong. That was a, it. Was a good show on this week. You got seven this week. Chris still has the best individual game week ever. Well, the well, the twelve. The twelve you got in week three, yeah. Yeah, dipped a bit since then. Let you catch me. Yeah, I've got kind of heady, you know, Chris. Yeah. Unfortunately, but uh, just look at Stephen Gary. <laughs> <laughs> the two funny men the week you were away slightly making my predictions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how's coming back to bite them now, is it? Yeah, they're sitting around the chuckle brothers. Chuckling away right now, he is. Save yourself there, Stephen. I didn't think so. No. Um, if only Stephen was here now to actually talk us uh, to about, about the tennis. Yeah, um, I suppose the men's wasn't really a surprise. Women's on the other hand. Nah, that, I couldn't believe that. Myself and Gary were in D2 on Friday night when uh, the news broke. Um, I was, I was uh, pretty, pretty shocked by yeah. that now. Yeah, it was uh, actually... And did you see the winner of the the women's final retired straight after she'd already decided before the tournament that was going to be her last run so whatever happened she was going to retire and when she's given her speech then she said this is actually my last game once I leave the court that's it I'm I'm retired yeah. nice way to do it you think Federer can never win another one probably not I think if someone else can knock out Djokovic. I was looking here. Djokovic see, see. is now seven behind Fed. If he has another two years like this year, he can beat that record. 
See, yeah, you, you never believe there was there was all the talk of Serena doing the slam this year. Yeah. See, Djokovic, it was actually closer. Yeah. No, they both won three out of four. Yeah, but Serena got knocked out in the semi final. Djokovic lost the final. Yeah, but Serena had it going into the fourth, whereas Djokovic knew he couldn't. Yeah, that's true as well. So the pressure's off in, in that sort of way. No, I would say Serena got closest. Yeah. Because it was never on for Djokovic. Yeah, no, it wasn't, yeah. Once he, once he got that loss. It was the French Open he lost, was it? Um, I'm not sure. I think it was. Not sure. that. Yeah, that, that's a guess. Now Stephen would know, but unfortunately, he's off sunning himself before this World Cup, getting cocktails, missing games. Yeah, I'd say so. Checking on Twitter to see if he's in my fan. <laughs> um, but he will be back for the rugby. He, he's flying straight in. Chartered a flight, I believe. Chartered <laughs> a flight straight into Cardiff, and uh, he will be there for the World Cup. Uh, so who do you, who who do you think will win it? Um, who do I think will win the final between Ireland and South Africa? <laughs> yes, who do you think will win the final between Ireland and South Africa? I am going to go with Ireland. Ireland, do you think they can do it? I do think they can do it. I think it's going to be tough, but I'm fairly sure. More or less, although I see the, the teams that have been in the quarterfinals. Of course, I think that the big one is going to be out Australia and England, who finishes in which position, but I think England will win the group. Even if they, they both lose one, which is more unlikely now that Wales are, have lost a couple of players. I mean, they've actually lost their... Uh, their replacement. Yeah. Do, yeah. You, do you think Wales are a write-off completely now? They're not a write-off. They've still got good players. I just think... Half Halfpenny's the one they're obviously going to miss the most. Like with Reese Webb going out, at least you've got someone like Mike Phillips coming in. Is he? He's not necessarily going to start though, is he? I think they have to. He's got. What well, if, if he has to start? Why didn't they bring him? I just, I, I just think with his experience, if you've lost someone like Reese Webb, you have to start Phillips. It wouldn't be the first time. No, it would. It wouldn't be. I agree with you. It wouldn't be. But I, I think if if it's that sort of situation, why not bring him? He he never should have been dropped from the squad in the first place. Same with Richard Hibbert. Both of those should have been in the World Cup squad. So why they were dropped is only Gatlin knows. But well, he's a good enough coach. He wouldn't no, necessarily question him. No, he is a good enough coach. I just like again for the experience, and they've been two, two of Wales' best players over the years. Why not bring them? Chris, you're back in Ireland in the bookies. Uh, not yet. You consider? I'm, I'm doing nothing in the bookies yet. Yeah, I see Paddy Power doing the. If you bet twenty five euro on the top. Try score the tournament. Every time he scores a try, you get a five for free bet. Yeah, that's very tempting. Yeah, the big favourites today, and not very often him. No, he's five to one. The last I saw, you know, he's probably dropped a bit now. Which is suppose five. You could see him getting five. You get some money back for free bets. Yeah, he'd probably do that. Soon. And he he probably will do that in in one of the games. Yeah, yeah I'm just looking at that game against Namibia. Namibia. Yeah, he could easily do it in that game, and there's your money back. Unless they rest them. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like New Zealand don't really need to play the first team in that Argentina game. Uh they'll have to play it kind of at the last game as well. They wouldn't want to go in undercooked to a quarter final. Like they'd still, they'd still have to give the players a run out, no matter what. They'd have to give. Yeah, but you wouldn't know who's going to play in what game. Yeah, they'd probably all get two or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And 
So if you're only playing two games in a group, the chance of being a top goal scorer at the end of the World Cup are not huge. I mean, the, the points that tend to get a lot less as you get into the knockout stages. Yeah, true. Like, you look at someone, let's say, like, I don't know, Tommy Bowe could end up playing three of Ireland's four group. Like, Ireland will rest them. I think the way Ireland will do it is full team against Canada, empty the bench after 55, 60 minutes, second string squad against Romania, full Italy, full France. Can either of you see Tommy Bode base on current form starting for Ireland? Yeah. 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 I think he'll start. Yeah. Him and Dave, I think. Play in France tomorrow, Tommy Bode start. Yeah, I think him and Dave have the positions. I don't think he'll play the first one. I think you'll see Kearney and Zebo, or maybe Kearney and Earls on the wings. Zebo's going to play full back, maybe, is he? Is that Carney recovered yet? Yeah, full clean bill of health last week or on Wednesday, last last Wednesday. Healy's been given the nod to play against Canada. I'd start him on the bench though. Yeah, the most. Yeah, give give him the last ten, maybe fifteen minutes, and see how he gets on with that. Because again, don't want to get put too much on him. Who do you think will win the World Cup? Okay? I'm going Ireland. You going Ireland as well? Yeah. Wow. I just I like they've got. Everyone's. I was going to talk about New Zealand. They're the favourites. They're the holders. Blah blah blah. But they haven't won a World Cup outside of New Zealand. France, for whatever reason, a couple of times have had the better of them. So I can't see it being England. England is still the one. That that group is that is anyone's guess. But I'd go Ireland for to win it. And uh, Stephen has asked us to say that he thinks New Zealand will win it. New Zealand will retain. They won't. Um, and what about your player of the tournament Gary I think if Ireland are going to win it they're going to rely a lot on Johnny Sexton so I'll go for Sexton Sexton yeah and uh, Chris yeah it's not a bad show actually um, nothing really to dispute on that one if Ireland are going to win it or even go close and it's going to be Johnny Sexton pulling the strings for us yeah uh, I I was thinking that uh, I've said that I think I'd love Ireland to do, but I think Australia will. But I think it'll be an Australia New Zealand final, and I think Kieran Reid would just be massive. He's a huge player for them. I think he'll. It's probably his last World Cup, would it be? No, I think Kieran Reid has one more after this one. In him, I know Nanu Nanu McCaw Carter are all gone after this one, but I think Reid's got one more. I still think he'll be player of the tournament. And uh, Stephen again has asked us to say that Brian Havana will be the player of the tournament. So I don't know what he's on about, really. I've never heard of him. Who's he playing for? Couldn't tell you. Is, is, he, is he like a Cuban drink or something? No idea. Yeah, we'll, we'll say. I think. I think Stephen thinks Cuba are playing. Yeah, the player to watch the World Cup. Yeah, I, I think Stephen thinks Cuba are playing in this World Cup. So anyway. And then, um, um, for the player, or maybe he thinks it's McCaw or something, because the next question was, who do you think the top try scorer will be? And he has McCaw here. But I think he thinks Brian Havana will be the top try scorer <laughs> and McCaw player of the tournament. But what about for uh, top try scorers? I've said like it's the easy one to go for. Well, I just think that group was set up that New Zealand could get a lot of points. 
But uh, just like the counter argument to that, though, we've already said is, is he going to play every match? Like I've gone from because I think if he does, it's going out. But I just don't know if he doesn't. The other one, like I would have the same person as an outside bet. He's starting now. Salaka named their team today. Playing a fullback, he does score tries for them, and they've got a pretty decent group. Like Scotland and Samoa, you'd expect them to beat. Yo, you would, yeah. And then they've got the USA and Japan. If they play, try and like, obviously they haven't had the best of runs. So if they try and get like some continuity, play the same team more or less, and he could definitely score a few tries. See, uh, is it Jean de Villiers, the captain? Yeah. Made it back. And he's starting. They've made a very experienced team for that, that first uh, game. I think, I think they're going to walk all over Japan. I think if I was to go top try score I'd actually probably go Israel Falau I think Australia like what Glenn said I think Australia will do well will do well in this one and I can just see him having a big tournament you got him in your uh, fancy rugby team then I haven't I haven't done it yet but I will I will put him in there I think he's he's too good a player one to not have in there and like I said I think he's going to have a huge World Cup I've gone for the opposite winger for New Zealand who's going to start the first few games anyway. You man Nehe Milner Scudder. I think that's how you pronounce his name. But uh, he only made... We, the three of us were actually watching a game in Baggett Street there a few weeks ago. And he made it... I think he's only his first or second start. We were, they were playing Australia. And uh, he ran in two drives in that game. But I thought he looked decent. Have you got money on him? I haven't yet, but I think that's the one I'll do. I'll just have a quick look right now, see how much he is. But uh, I think you were saying he was second favourite or third favourite. He quite possibly I think, is. I think he's third. I think it's um, Savia, and then I think it's, uh, as Stephen says, Havana, I think, is second. No, no, it's, it, he's second. Um, he's second. At no, so Sevilla at the moment is 4-1, to one, and Scudder is 9-1. to one. Um. They have Habana is 11 yeah there, there's some value bets in there definitely I've definitely had to look through it um, like Jonathan Joseph for England I think like he, he's a fantastic player yeah he could be in a show and he's he's he per- huh he just scored for a few from the centre yeah now I know they have the toughest group but he's 33 to 1 I think Johnny May could be a good outside outside shout as well because if he can play the way England played that first 20 minutes against Ireland if Johnny May can play the way he did then there's there's no reason he can't end up with a, a few good few tries well, it'll be interesting to see alright um, so Chris you said you worked out who's going to win each group so who is going to win each group ok um, start at the top pool A England wins Australia finish second Wales third, Fiji fourth, Uruguay fifth. Pool B, South Africa win it, Samoa second, Scotland third, USA fourth, Japan fifth. Pool C, New Zealand first, Argentina second, Tonga third, Georgia fourth, Namibia fifth. And Pool D, Ireland first, France second, it's hard to disagree with those predictions. I, I think your Group A one, I think Australia will win it. 
But apart from that, I think you got it pretty much spot on. I wonder what odds you get for predicting the outcome of each five teams in all the groups. It would be one. It, it would be Group A, probably they let, let you down. And like, the bookies would probably have a close between Ireland and France as well at the moment. Yeah, um, I think we are definitely favourites. Maybe come in a little bit, but apart from that, that England win, France has been pretty poor. Yeah. Um, and we've already kind of discussed this how far we think Ireland will get the two years, say, all the way. I think it's definitely possible. Yeah. Uh, I'd lo- I do think we'll do a we'll get we'll, this will be our best ever. I think it'll be a semi finals. So semi would be against England. Yeah. Is that according to your calculations or mine? Yeah. Yeah. If if England to- if England top the group, Ireland get them in the semis. If they finish runner up, or if England finish runner up at semis, if England top their group, we can get them in the final. It will be England or Australia if we assume that Ireland will win the group. Hmm. Um. The England Fiji game on Friday should be a good game though. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I've got a bit of over in the my parents have today and dusted out the old Fiji jersey through. Yeah. That's coming over with you. <laughs> that is, yeah. We're out on Friday night. We are, yeah. I'll, I'll certainly have, I won't have a Fiji jersey, but I'll certainly be cheering them on anyway. Oh, Carlos is going to be a sea of green. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Cannot wait. Ah, um, looking at the Ireland Canada game, what's your predictions? Um, comfortable enough win for Ireland, maybe twenty-seven, eight, something like that. Yeah, a solid twenty-point victory easily. Yeah, I'd say Canada probably physical, and I just imagine we'll we'll have too much as it goes on. Close first half. Yeah, I think out of those types of games, you'd expect Ireland to to run to run the score up while they can, just give the players free reign pretty much for the first two games, and then just let them get the points on the board and get the confidence up. I don't know. I think they might hold stuff back. <coughs> I think they'll. I think they'll just go. We'll tire them. It'll be close first half. They'll get tired towards the end of the game. We'll run in a few. Like it could be. Well, I'm hoping for like a thirty point win or something. But I, I, I don't know. Like I know what you're saying about giving them like a free reign. But I'd certainly. I my thinking would be. What? Where did I hear it? I heard it. I heard it today. I can't even remember where though. But someone had said that what they think that might happen would be. I think I maybe maybe read it rather than heard it. Was that try a few moves, um, in each of the games, and then like by the time you come to the France game. One of the things Joe Schmidt loves doing is slightly changing up the moves he's been doing, and he's under the impression that uh, it should take no more than like a, a team should be able to learn a variance in a move within a week. So I, I definitely read it because I think Sexton was talking to someone and said how during a game with Leinster, I think it was like a quarter final or semi final of the Heineken Cup, other teams had scouted what they've been doing in the group stages and they did the same sort of move and then. The pass was meant to go from O'Brien to Sexton, but O'Brien skipped the pass from Sexton and took into the back row to, to O'Driscoll or something. And there's just a slight variance on it, but it just made a huge gap for O'Driscoll. And they said like they, they it went from a line out all the way, and like not a Leinster player was touched because of the slight variance. And I think what they do is they might try a few moves that people know about, but then change it up toward, for the Italy and France games and continue on the World Cup. And I hope I hope that someday they do. 
they do try and especially in the first two games let them try something new and but don't show don't show your hand early just let them try a few few new ideas keep the basics intact is, and it, then, is new ideas showing your hand no like if you you try a couple of new just one or two new things in the game stick to the basics stick to what Ireland do well but just experiment a little bit try a couple of things and see okay if this works maybe we can do, maybe we can try it again against France or Italy or New Zealand whoever it is Ireland are going to play further on but as long as obviously they keep the basics and try one or two things I can't see the harm mm. anything else to add before you head on over Chris to Cardiff no just looking forward to, to seeing the, the team when it's announced and can't wait for that first match yeah you haven't been to many stadium yet have you I haven't um, I've barely been in Wales um, passing through that's about it so looking yeah. forward to a few weekends over there in the, the couple of weeks yeah, nice city, nice city. Um, the Pro 12 will take a bit of a break then as well, but Leinster finally got their win against Cardiff Blues. Yeah, East has scored a few more points at the boot. He looks pretty decent. Yeah, nice to see that. It looks like he hasn't missed a beat. He got, um, he got five at the weekend. Um, two tries from Leinster. Uh, Conan... Try took a took a while before it was given. Yeah, the TMO didn't look like he wanted to give it at one point, but thankfully they gave it. Yeah, I think the TMO kind of put it back to the referee at one point. Just didn't want to make the decision. Yeah, um, I only saw the highlights again. Obviously, I was out watching the football too. But yeah, it seems like Lance are playing pretty well. Um, like they kept they kept the the trial line well protected. I mean, all cards points came from penalties, so. It's not too bad, just maybe need to watch this a little bit. Yeah. Have you got a bit of a report for Scarlet's also there, Chris? A little bit. That's um, good. Actually, from last week we said that we thought it was the two Irish sides playing away, Clanton also, and maybe also could get the win, but it wasn't to be. Yeah. Um, they outscored the Scarlet's by two tries to one, but it was... Four penalties from Dan Jones and then one from Thomas that proved the difference. And I'd say they were sick with the uh, the last kick of the match denying them a bonus point. Yeah. Yeah, but and then, then Glasgow Connacht, as you said, Gary, you just got the last kind of couple of minutes of it. Yeah, no, yeah. it was it was all I had, but like I said, it was keeping up to date with that, and they were. 12 what was it 12 to 15 points down at one stage and f- like for them to come back and they did have the man advantage they just couldn't make it count for the win at the end yeah and they're looking I don't know if it's Glasgow missing a lot of players or Connacht looking strong because they are not missing that many players but it'll be an interesting few weeks there's, there's a break now there's another game at the start of October I think it is the next round um, and then another game we're missing this weekend is the All-Ireland Final Dublin Kerry yep um, how I'd love to be here for that as well yeah well, which one would you watch if you were here to watch the Super Sunday or to watch the All-Ireland uh, I'd have to I'd probably have to stay at home and record one of them and watch the other one straight after or go to a pub go to a pub <laughs> and watch both keep an eye on both yeah I think option B is a better one yeah okay. I can never watch something later. <laughs> so, like, I, I'd happily watch a match later, but I couldn't stay off my phone. I don't want to know. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I'd say I'd say it would be a pub. It would be a day in the pub, I'd imagine. Um, as you said, now we'll have between our, between the six of us, we should have something on the phones. Yeah, I'll get to get to all Ireland and get the football as well. We can kind of keep an eye on the dogs. Exactly, exactly. Regular updates on Liverpool and Irish. That, that the third choice game of the day. Yeah, we need some BBC radio as well. Who are you going for in the All Ireland? Uh, I was thinking about it. Like, is the replay they don't have it may have a benefit that they get that extra big competitive game? I I think it will because if you look at the way the first game with Dublin Mayo Dublin Mayo and Dublin were terrible at some some parts of that but you could see Dublin after the first goal went in it was just like uh, they stepped it up a gear they got a bit more confidence and then especially when McManaman stuck that third one in that was an absolute pile driver that everyone thought he would just take the easy point put the game out of sight no he buried the ball in the back and I think that just gave him a little bit more. I think everyone knows Kerry have a great team, especially if Gooch is going to play. If Gooch plays well, Kerry plays well. But I think Dublin will have too much for them. But it'll be, I think it'll be like the last one. I think there'll only be a point in it. Do you think uh, the Paris to be would love another draw? Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> they roll, rolling around. Again. Yeah, they'd be. They'd be oh, maybe Stephen will move the game to Kerry, you know. <laughs> But uh, yeah, this is another one. I just oh, I have to back Dublin. I just I'd love to see them do it. They've they've been incredible pretty much all season. The pace they attack with. Yeah, they, that the end of that game against Munster against uh, Mayo, they were just unbelievable, just controlling the game. But then Kerry have done that the whole way through. I mean, Kerry against Kildare. If that if that team turns up. Oh well, then then yeah, that could be a. But that, that was just a freak game as well, yeah. though. Also, it was Kildare. Also, it was Kildare, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you think it's realistic that GAA could get what they want and the game will go to a replay? Well, of course. I mean, if you if you think it's got, it could be a one-point game, then it's not not too much of a difference to see it go to a replay. Yeah. Did you hear um, there's some match has been announced, like a an exhibition match? It's a, it's in hurling now in Boston. In Boston, it's in Boston. It's in it's in Fenway State, uh, Fenway Park. Yeah, I remember that because uh, they had a uh, John Henry and was on with the the Boston Red Sox. I, th- I think it's a uh, it's was it Dublin it's, Galway. It's Dublin Galway. Yeah, I'd say that that would draw a big crowd. Liverpool play a couple of pre seasons there. It's a, it's a nice stadium. Fenway Park, yeah. Yeah, they, they they'll definitely get the they'll definitely get the crowd though there as well because a lot of a lot of places now in America have obviously set up the the GAA clubs and that so I think they'll get a a good crowd. Yeah, Chris, you got any uh, UFC updates for us? Yeah, a couple of small things. Well, a couple of things. Uh, just just a, just a five year small thing. The couple of points, very <laughs> big points is uh the Nicky uh, suspension, Jared. I think it was yesterday or the day before. An absolute joke. I was going to say, how can how can you get a five or six month ban if you're caught taking steroids, but you get a five year ban for smoking a joint? They just absolutely bent him over, pretty much. Like it's a joke. He got a five year ban for testing positive for marijuana. Um, 
he has a medical exemption for, for as well. It's just Nevada, um, as well as that, they've done a, they did the tests, a year analysis, which only tells that he had taken marijuana, doesn't tell when he took it, if it was in or out of competition. Um, for that, you have to do a blood test. Uh, I don't know too much more about the science side of things, but I did tweet out a, an article from uh, Luke Thomas, and he, he talks about it for about 15 minutes, and it really is it's very insightful, and I recommend it if, if anyone's interested in the matter. Could you see Diaz going to Bellator now? I don't think he can. Like, he's suspended. It's not a UFC suspension. Is it is it a general suspension? Because I thought it was just he couldn't fight for the promotion for that, but I thought it freed him up to go to Bellator. This is like a a, a world. This is nothing to do with DRC. This is a, like a Nevada ban that generally all the other governing bodies would support because they would want to like they would want I don't know New York, not New York because it's not less in New York, but any other state wouldn't want to take on Nevada like by licensing them. It's just, it's unlikely he'd get another fight in America with this hanging over him. Oh, that, that was actually going to be my next question. Could you see him going then to Europe? I don't, wouldn't know legality-wise, but I think he could fight in Asia and Brazil if he wanted to, and if the ERC were willing to go down that line. But, like, I'm not sure about that one. That's just a theory I have. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. It, it, no one else has mentioned it, so... Maybe I've missed something that's not an option, but he's one of my favourite fighters. Like if, if this turns out to be the end of his career, it's just such a travesty. Yeah, and what do you think of Dana White's comment saying that he um, thinks Ronda Rousey is the biggest star in the UFC at the moment above Conor McGregor? Um, I'm not surprised in terms of the shows she gets on in America ever since then. She's on Ellen during the week. She really... She's getting onto these like that. No other fighter would get near. She's more main. She's more mainstream than what McGregor can be because of who he is and what he is. McGregor's a superstar. There's no doubt in that. But yeah. I think Ronda is just perfect for kind of daytime American TV shows as well. Like she's actually, she's done like she, girl on numerous magazines and she's on it. Potentially have the the highest gate when they sell out that stadium in uh, in Melbourne. Yeah, and she she has a couple of good good films behind behind her now as well. With yeah, I was only watching it there at the weekend. She's in Fast Seven. Yeah, she's in Fast Seven, Expendables Three, and as far as I know now, she's been lined up for another one for either next year or the year after. Yeah, I heard a, a remake. I'm not sure what the film is, but yeah, she's just amazing. And the other one on that, the other title fight on that card, Yoani and Jacek, she is. Absolute animal. Like, I love watching her fight. Like, she's just such a good style of fighter. And the two of them, like, it's the two women that are potentially going to have the, the record date. And a few years ago, Dana saying that women will never fight UFC. It's a, it's a long way to come. Yeah, like, he's. It's slowly the, the women's division is building up, and it's. As you said, it's a headline in its own right now. Yeah, the only thing I would say, I do feel a bit sorry for Misha Tate because. She was told she was getting the fight, and then she finds out a day later, well, a few hours later than most other people, she wakes up in the morning and a load of texts on her phone to let her know that the title fight's gone to Holly Holm instead of her. Yeah, what do you make of Paige Van Zandt? How, 
how far do you think she can go? Um, she's very impressive in her last one. I think that she's going to have to get someone right, definitely someone right. Her last one wasn't right, and it was just right too easy for her. So I don't know where she's going to go. I mean, you're looking top five fighter, and that's not, not that I don't think she can win it, but it's going to be a step up. So there's a, a very interesting fight would be a Claudia Gadea who was thought to be getting the title fight but she had the she had an injury but maybe a bit too far for Paige this soon maybe they'll look for I saw, lower down I saw rumours of um, possibly uh, is it Ashton Ashton Daly and Paige Van Zandt she has a fight coming up in Dublin so I suppose it would depend how that went yeah, I just I thought that I thought that was an interesting one, especially obviously from an Irish um, aspect of it. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to fight Paige. I'm going to get on the main card anyway because she's so popular already. Um, so yeah, sure, I'm going to want to fight. She's kind of wouldn't say as much, but kind of like in that same like Conor McGregor. If you get that fight, you're going to get plenty of attention and that kind of thing, but. Um, just, just looking here, Ashton Daly's fighting Eric Almeida on the um, the Dublin cards. So that's the 24th of October. So she probably wouldn't fight again until January. I don't know if that would fit into Paige or if she'd want to fight again before the end of the year. Yeah. Or else she could if her next fight her next fight could be it, presuming McGregor beats Aldo. You have to assume McGregor's going to bring the title back to Croke Park for his first defence. I'm sure he'd love to, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. If, um, <laughs> if he was going to do that, then so what, what would you say our, our best month of the year to do that would, would be July? I, June. June or July, I'd say, would be would be the June, best. You, you, you could get, well, there's no guarantee, obviously, but when, when do you think we're least likely to have rain? When the leaving cert starts, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely, go, definitely go with June. And the, as far as then the the GAA and that working around, you could easily do it in June, yeah. July, July, August, and September. You know yourself, you wouldn't have much chance if you do it in June. It's definitely possible and feasible. The only other, well, the main problem is if it's a title fight, they're going to want to put it on pay per view, which would mean they would want the main. But I, I think I think the other thing you have to look at, like especially from our point of view, look at the amount of times we've stayed up late to do something. They pay they did they pay don't they pay like sixty dollars for the pay per view or something like that? They do. Yeah. Like over here it's a for me because I've got BT it's included. But yeah, like Glenn said, I think it's going to be sixty-five dollars to event. Yeah. So I think if you're paying that, you're trying to dictate when the fight is. Yeah. No, I I get you. I think it's I think it's pointless, but I get you. Money talks. Well, you you think them having the chance to to break an attendance record, which they would do with Croke Park, I think they'd destroy any record they've ever having nearly ever likely to have. Interesting one to think about, I suppose. Uh, and what was the ultimate fight of 22, Chris? Yeah, just the first half of our air to air. 
Thursday morning at 3 it's, it's at the same class I think it's like 3 or 4 in the morning here it's on um, don't really learn a lot from the first episode because all, all the fighters are having a fight to try and get into the house so they're not teams as yet and so it's pretty much just Connor and Uriah sitting either side of Dana taking notes and watching fights so there's was, was some pretty interesting fights and some spectacular knockouts um, you probably find out more in, in week two, which is tonight, how it's going to pan out for the season. Uh, there's a couple of cracking little moments, just Uriah and Connor, little digs at each other, and I imagine it's going to continue like that for the rest of the, the show. Very good. Talking of other sports in America, do you want to have a rundown of how the NFL went, Gary? Yeah, there was a couple of interesting, interesting results anyway in the first week. The Seahawks losing their the first game in overtime with another. Well, Pete Carroll followed up a questionable play in the the Super Bowl with another one going for the onside kick, looking for the recovery. It went against them, and they they ended up losing that first game to the Rams, thirty four thirty one. Um, another one was the Chiefs beating the Texans down in Houston, which Texans have a renowned defense, as everyone knows, with people like Brian Cushing and JJ Watt in there so that was a big surprise all the other results pretty much went as you'd expect uh, Marcus Mariota had a dream debut for him three four touchdown passes in his first game after the after the draft number two pick and he was up against actually the number one pick in that game Jamie Swinston for the, the Tampa Bay Bucks and it, did, it didn't go well for him his first first play first pass and he was intercepted um, okay, you want to start a season? No. <laughs> One of the big games, well, the last big game on the Sunday going into Monday was the Giants at the Cowboys, and that was that had an unbelievable finish to it. Seven seconds left, twenty twenty six twenty one to Giants, and Tony Tony Romo has always been slated for not being a clutch player, not being able to finish it off at the death of games. But the pass was snapped to him. He actually fumbled the ball, picked it up and picked out Jason Witten who fair play to Tony Romo for the pass because he eyed up who was on a rookie linebacker and against someone like Jason Witten you're not going to win that um, again Monday Night Football Falcons beat the Eagles 26-24 and uh, San Francisco 49ers had a good win over the Vikings but it wasn't a great debut for Jared Hayne who fumbled his first play in, in proper football for them uh, games for week two I think there's two there's two good games now this week you've got the Cowboys going to the Eagles so that's DeMarco Murray's first game against the Cowboys since he left in the summer Cowboys tried to hold on to him but they could only have one franchise contract and they gave that to Des Bryant so they had to make room somehow and the other game is the Seahawks going to the Packers Lambeau Field is not an easy place to go to and with the way the Seahawks lost the first one they could either be 0-2 or they're going to come back and Marshawn Lynch and Russell Wilson and uh, Graham going to go out and play well against them Very good, very good nice little round up there um, You're doing bet this week? Yeah, hopefully our luck is going to change Yeah, another, another poor one last weekend yeah, I'd like to bad. point out that we got two of the five results right, and uh, yours truly here got his two picks. 
team game, lad. It, it is a team game. He's all need to improve. Strong's your weakest link. <laughs> Which one is the weakest link? Stephen and Gary, according to the list. I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> of course you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Who have we gone for this week? We have gone for Bournemouth at 8 to 13. Um, Leicester at 2 to 1. Palace at 3 to 1. Chelsea at 7 to 5. And Liverpool at 4 to 7. And for our 40 quid, that will return. Just under three grand. Two nine two four thirty one to be exact. It'd be a nice way to head off to London next weekend. It definitely would. I think Gary said we can spend his chair if it comes in. <laughs> that doesn't sound like something I'd say. No, I think I think with the bet the bet for this week, the only team I'd have a worry about is Chelsea. Mm, there's a couple I'm not sure on. A couple of iffy on both the end of it. Palace Palace away to Spurs I think Palace will Spurs just don't draw written all over they they just they they don't look like they don't look like winning the game like even if you look at the game on Sunday that was a very lucky goal and Sunderland were Sunderland were very unlucky not to get anything out of that game like Rob who sorry Ryan Mason the goal scorer yeah yeah he should have been sent off before that just like Moreno last night I don't know about that <laughs> no but I just I, I can't see Anton but a Palace win for that one now for me the Chelsea one is the only one I'd be I, like just lo- looking at form it's a, that's a very hard game to call yeah, at least if I think it's just a relief that they got the win tonight maybe they'll go in a little bit of confidence and Arsenal like we say maybe be a bit off form after the, the loss in Croatia and then Giroud got sent off as well. He'll be, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be fit now. <laughs> he'll, he'll be even fitter than the rest of them for the game. He might be dropped. They might go with Theo again. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I'm always under the assumption that, or under the impression that the bigger games they play Giroud and they play Walcott against the smaller teams. I saw 17th place Chelsea could be lost to a smaller team. <laughs> he's got a decent score record in his in last one of games, Theo. Yeah, I I think Theo's gonna. Well, I think he should be their first choice striker at the moment. Like not even just form wise, but what he brings, what he brings to to Arsenal going forward. I think he's a better at this moment in time. He's a better player than Giroud. Uh, I'm not, not sure. sure. I think he does obviously take a but he seems to need like, like three or four chances to get one, one and. No, I I agree with that. But if you look at if you look at Giroud, especially his goal against his goal against Palace, even the commentators were saying if that was a straightforward chance, and he actually had time to think about it, he would have missed it. Instinctively, he's probably a better finisher. But if you give him too much time, that's it. He's he actually can't finish it. And I think the the chance he missed against Stoke on Saturday was a perfect example. The one. Just before he got his goal, he dragged a shot six yards, six yards or less in front of goal, and he puts it wide with only button to beat. Mm. How are you doing in fantasy football, yeah? I had a shocking week. How'd you do? I think I ended up on thirty-nine points. I think I barely got the average. How quick look now! 
the, the average is 41 okay so I think I, I finished below the average the only players that got me anything I got 7 for Van Dyke, 6 for Martial and 6 for Aaron, Cre- Aaron Cresswell they were the only ones like I had Andre Ayew as my captain I thought he'd do well against Watford what about uh, yourself Chris? yeah just just hit the average 41 another pro week for me but did you just win your head to head league? I did, thankfully. I did. Someone worse than me. Yes, all, all three of us won our games. I, w- I won by a point. By a point, I beat Stephen. I was delighted. Um, He's become a bit of a whipping boy in the end. <laughs> I, I, I had certainly started out as that. I, I couldn't buy a win for the first few weeks. So Gary's sitting pretty there. Only man on 12 points. Yeah, how, how much that has changed from the last few seasons. Propping up the league, you was. Very much not the Gary we used to know and love. No, no. <laughs> the the, the, the re- all reliable three points that we get every season. No, they have... he, he generally has a good half a season, so maybe he's starting off good this season. Yeah, this is my um, my Cesc Fabregas season. Up until Christmas, I'll, I'll do well, and then after Christmas, it'll be shocking. Big Sam's West Ham. <laughs> no, I did have to make a change, though, for this week, obviously, with Luke Shaw, so I had to take him out. And what about uh, Ultimate Team, Chris? Um. Okay. Not right. I think I did better than Steve, but I don't really brag about that. <laughs> no, that's nothing. To, that's nothing to brag about. Only six points behind you. Um. I made, made a captain change, which which paid off big time. Married, but unfortunately, you made the same change. I did indeed. I did. Yeah. Yeah, so the only I think I made the final sub I was allowed to make before the the window shut, and I brought in Joe Hart. He did keep a clean sheet for me. Uh, yeah, that, that, that now that window is closed, it, it couldn't have come at a worse time for me. Um, I, I've Shaw on my team. Okay, uh, I just noticed I had um, uh, Joel Ward on my team, who apparently only had a knock, but now it's out for a month. Yeah, I, I've got him on my team as well. So I've got two. I've got two of my defenders. Like that. Huh? You must have got a knock off a truck or something. Like that. <laughs> Like not to be playing midweek, seriously, Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, un- unfortunately, yeah, it didn't didn't. Uh, I've got two players now on the sideline, and well, Shaw's out for the season. It looks like so. I have to change him at Christmas. Just look at my star man in midfield, the Cazares, Sanchez, Firmino, nothing. Yeah, I've got Sanchez, De Bruyne, Pedro, the Pie doing nothing. Aguero, who went off after 24 minutes, and nothing for Sterling, he wasn't included. Um, back to the drawing board, really. we've got to make do what we have now. Yeah, uh, I, I, I could have done with one more week of changes, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can make loans if you want to. Yeah, I'm not going to do that, though. I've got a big enough squad. I, 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 think, I think I'll hold off on that one. You sure? Yeah, I think so. Oh, shame. It's a shame, isn't it? It is a shame, yeah. That big lead years, you can, you can do whatever you want to. John, just give me the money now. Probably drafted Messi or Ronaldo with your resources. I triple captain Ronaldo last week when he scored five goals. Do you want to do the links to the other media there, Chris? Sure. <laughs> um, run through them here. If you want to contact us through Twitter or us, one, the number, more round pod. Ellis, again, number one, more around podcast at gmail.com. 
on soundcloud.com forward slash number one Moran podcast. Our website is the word this time, ONA Moran podcast dot wordpress.com and through facebook.com forward slash again the word O-N-E more on podcast oh, excellent work